Okay, welcome back to the Sanctuary Educate show. I just wanted to do a little short introduction to what today's video is going to be about. Yeah, we touched on the rugby because there's a big game coming up on the weekend between uh, Wales and Ireland, but we don't go too deep into that. The big topic today, though, is the advice gap. It's something that really concerns us, and there's a reason why we built the Sanctuary Educate platform is because the advice gap out there, people being actually able to get advice and be able to afford advice is growing. The fact that, you know, advisors like us can't afford to take every single client on and the banks are not helping. There's no one really out there helping. So there's a huge gap and something needs to be done about it. So today's episode, we're actually going to talk about that and get into the depths of what we think the potential answers are and how people can educate themselves about money. Yeah, we hope what you love what we do. So please share with your friends, family, and anyone you think can benefit from us. And we'd love you to subscribe because the more you subscribe, the more exposure we get and the more people we can help out there. Thanks very much and enjoy today's show. Hello and welcome to Sanctuary Educate podcast, where we will talk all things mindset, money management, and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for your pleasure. I'm Shane Highland. I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. Welcome, everyone. Three to one. That's a dusty bin. Do you ever watch a, that? A new setup. Yeah. Now, remember, I'm west of Ireland. Some of the programs now weren't who's that on dusty bin don't remember it i'll be honest you should do three two one you do three two one i think it was can't remember who he was can't remember anyway no yeah anyway how's the weekend i think it happened <laughs> <laughs> it's all kind of fog yeah we had busy ends the week last week didn't we you were at uh, a awards event in birmingham with Lo- Claire. lovely curry Superb, and I was. Oh, I was at an event. I was at a charity event in Cardiff, wasn't I, on the Friday afternoon? Was that a lead up to the uh, the Six Nations? Yeah, it was. Well, it, it, uh, it was before it, it all wasn't. kicked off. <laughs> yeah, before uh, Steve Phillips uh, stood down. Well, he had no choice, really, did he? I don't want to get into the politics, of it, but I watched the documentary, and yeah, it wasn't good. Let, but I let, think let's it's, park, it's the old, it's the old school nature let, of let's rugby, park right? rugby. And let's do rugby next week because basically it'll be the no because the game will be over by the time we uh, record next week, won't it? Oh, we can oh, ch- we can chat about each other, it. aren't we? we? We can chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on then. Who's going to win? Well, I know you're going to say. If I had fifty quid, which I don't, I'd like to put Ireland by seventeen points. Just because it'd be at big odds, I I don't know is the answer. I think we should win. Oh, on paper, world number one. That doesn't it? mean anything. I'll take a six-three win. Thank you. Bye bye. World number one, yeah. yeah. What we have a number twenty in the world. We I think seventy-two or something like somewhere, that. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere behind Namibia. We were an up-and-coming team, as one of our previous uh, guests, Phil Davis, knows that. Because I think, oh no, it wasn't. Did Phil work with Namibia? Oh, I don't know. I think he worked with someone like that. Yeah, I, I, we got nothing to lose. You've got all to lose technically, and it's on our home turf, isn't it? 
Well, I bloody hope so because I'm going to it. And if I turn up next Saturday <laughs> to a stadium, yeah, when you meant when you meant to be the Viva Stadium, yeah, there's no, there's no one here. Do okay, I, 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 we'll we'll run you close. I don't think we'll beat you. But we'll run you close. You know, we we have lost to talk. You're not gonna run away with it. A short time in here. But I spoke to my um, my my parents yesterday on the phone. Uh, with my dad's birthday, belated happy birthday, dad. And um, as you know, I come from a small little happy village birthday, in in the west of Ireland. There's about four thousand people. Um, one of my friends is coming over on Friday for the rugby. Um, and my parents went. Do you know uh, the Burke lad? That's how that's how they do it. And I go, no. What? What? He's going to the rugby on on Saturday. And and there was a pause, and I think the pause was waiting for me to say, "Oh, do you know what? What if they're coming over? Don't worry, I'll go to the airport and collect them and bring them into town and all this." Uh, and I haven't. So, guys, if if you know, happy to do a taxi run, obviously it'll cost you a few beers and that. But that's what it's like in our little village, because somebody's coming over to the big city now. There's an expectation that the person here that's that's living here, I'm going to meet well, up. The, and bring the them only in. Irish person in Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to show them around the place and, you know, I have the power to knock on doors and get into these pubs and wherever when it, there's going to be hundreds of people queuing. So, um, best of luck, boys. If we see you on St. Mary Street. Caroline Street, probably. I won't be out that late. Anyways. You can go to Caroline Street any day of the week. But it's only fun if it's dark. And everyone, yes, weird when you go this sober. Anyone who's been on Caroline Street sober or early in the evening knows it's a bit weird. You can do it on all day, it's all right. Have we anything important to talk about today? We always got something important about more the nature of what we do, more important than the rugby. Uh, I don't think anything's more important than the rugby, is it? Uh, well, I lie, I lie, probably. This, no, is I, you, I, this is what you get with the Welsh. The start of the Six Nations, right? November, it's all we they, they it's wanted all we to ban for. the sport of rugby because they were in a bad place. God came back. He has changed the mentality and now they're just chomping at See, the he was bit. never called the Great Redeemer, was he? That was... Um, it's because he never came back. Who was that? Uh, went to New Zealand, didn't he? Graham Henry. Graham Henry. He was classed as the Great Redeemer. Was he actually any that good, though, really? He was in New Zealand, in fairness. But not with us. But anyway, yeah, I the advice gap. It's getting a big bigger. topic. It's getting bigger. Well, yeah. Well, the, the, the study that Intelliflow did said it's getting bigger, and and I've, I've I've got to agree to an extent. I know there's more people out there trying to seek financial advice, but as we know, it's not easy to take. We can't take every client on because you know that our costs have gone through the roof. You know, our PII's gone up. Our levies to the Financial Conduct Authority have gone up, which obviously cover the FOS Financial Service Compensation Scheme and all that. The cost of running the office, the cost of everything has kind of gone up to run the business. So Didn't help with four lights being on here. <laughs> no, exactly. But, but it's true. Everything has everything has gone up, and I, and I understand. You know, in reality, and I'll go out on a bit of a limb. I think anything less than 100, 150,000 of investable assets, most advisors can't really deal with you anymore. No. Unless you're going to retain a basis, but then can people afford to retain? Like we run a retainer model as well. But can people afford it? And actually, do people really think it's, you know, essential for that? The words... I think make a big difference. And it's a bit like the term saving and investing. Uh, and we've done that numerous times, so I'm not going to go into it again. 
But this advice gap that they're talking about, I think that is a blanket term that covers far too many things. Yes, if somebody gets an inheritance of X amount of £100,000 or has a big pension scheme and is about to retire, there is a requirement for advice, which is regulated, which touches on the the tax efficiency and stuff like that. Mm. But those people, to a degree, I know it's kind of a flipping statement, are okay. The people, in my view, that need the most not help working with are those that don't have the large sums of money and they're either younger starting off or they need coaching educating uh, accountability and like so that's where the, the gap is at the moment because I think it is a thing of well I'm never going to get there so I can't be bothered but every single thing makes a difference every every small uh, amount that you save invest a bit like you know being in a gym every rep that you do does actually count mm. but you don't see it immediately you don't just go I'm going to do a set in the gym and all of a sudden I'm going to have arms the size of Arnie had in the 70s it has to be constant and it has to be over time but that all comes back to an education so the advice gap is almost an education gap as well in in my view yeah no I I get that and I think but but I think there are more if you look at the stats there are more people seeking financial advice but I think they're turning up to places and going and people say how much you got to invest and they're like 10 20 grand which is well, a lot of money. Which is a lot of money to them. I get that, and, and, and even to, uh, to all of us, hundred percent. It, it is a lot of money. From a business not, point of view, we can't s- uh, service yeah. that. No, we can't because you know what? What are you going to charge them to set their ISA up, set their pension up, and so on and so forth? You know what? But what's the answer? The banks are not the answer because the banks don't want it. The, ba- the most banks now, a minimum, I think, I want to say somewhere between two hundred and fifty and five hundred minimum investable assets before yeah. they even put you in front of a financial planner. And I say financial planner with the loosest sense of the term. Well, it'll be they it'll are be just in-house. salespeople. It'll be in house. Uh, uh, There's no financial planning going on there in the banks, um, is there? In house pot. Uh, not that I'm, I think there might be one or two banks that have come are looking to come back into it, but like you say, they they know from history. Yeah, you know, it's literally going to be it's, it's going to be, be a huge. It's going to be selling. It's going to be a huge entry level amount to make it beneficial for them. Yeah, you know, you, you know, what are your answers? You know, the banks well, they're not really doing it. Find some useless, unqualified, untrained person on YouTube who's going to tell you a lot of rubbish. That's the next one. Other social media channels are going to be very similar. You know, many coaches, I think, is probably the way forward. I think that's becoming more and more uh, seen in the UK, especially, is, is money coaching. But obviously, they're not really going to go down the lines of the regulated advice things, but they'll give you guidance on what you can do with your money and how you can save for the future. You know, and that's... You know, like we can't just take any client on, and we've seen that. You know, we got people coming through the door who you're like, "I'd love to be able to help," and that was partly the reason why we put together our subscription service, wasn't it? Because we are well placed to do the money coaching and actually provide an option for clients who, you know, can't really afford to pay for full financial advice, but need some sort of guidance and coaching with money in the future. Yeah, I read. Over the weekend, three different things, and they all kind of go into the same thing. I can't think of the guy's 
first name. He's Lewis. He he does Moneybox on BBC Four. He's um, a guy with grey hair. Oh, not Steve yeah, Lewis. Um, Paul Lewis, isn't it? Paul Lewis. Yeah. I saw on the weekend he was giving guidance on what life insurance and critical illness insurance people need. And he has been pulled up on it, going, you don't need life insurance if you're a single person. You need decreasing term assurance if you're this, that, and the other. And in fairness, he probably stays within the parameters of education. He he sits in the grey area, doesn't he? Because if he's turned around, you need a decrease in term policy with Zurich, then... Okay, he's going to advice. So but he's, he's got a, he's got an audience, yeah. and so people are listening to him. Well, he has got an audience, but he's wrong. There is also a guy yesterday in the Sunday Times. I'll have to I'll have to find pull him out, and I'll talk about it in a week or two's time. And he's been talking about how he doesn't believe that passive investing is the way forward, and his returns have made nine point three percent in excess of passive over the last twelve months. Now, this is a guy who is basically a money. But he knows about money and that. And he's investing directly in shares himself. And he's telling people what shares he is buying directly with the Sunday Times. And you're kind of going, guys, that is as bad as Hargreaves Landon giving you the 150 best companies to invest in. That is technically giving advice. And then I read somewhere over the weekend where... And it was a great comparison. But because they're not regulated... There's like, no comeback. If, if we do it... We're regulated, so it's seen as a no-no. Yeah. But if I, if we weren't as qualified as we are and weren't financial advisors, we could be out there telling people to do what the hell they if, want. If then I there's say, no comeback on it. You know, Coca-Cola are going to bring out a new uh, strawberry-flavoured Coke. I think they're a great company now to invest in. And somebody does that and they, they, they bomb, I'm in trouble because I've got a regulated licence mm. and it's not fair. The, the last one I read was a really, really good point And it was talking about money psychology. And it was... Uh, the FOMO, the fear of missing out, and how s- crypto seems to be that way because cryptocurrency, um, I'll, I'll, I'll get the book on it next week, is the was the new thing to do. And it was predominantly younger people and they had the FOMO of everyone's making money, I want to jump in on it now. And it was no, the, the guys went, it was no different to gambling. So you've got all of these three things. It was gambling. F- FOMO, Paul Lewis, and the guy in the Sunday Times all talking about this it's the, all of these people have a piece of attraction on some sort of social media or on tv or on radio and like you said i think bring the, the strings all together i think what is needed is probably if it's not advice if there's a gap it is a you, you call it a money coach for accountability mm. To make sure that people do right things at the right time. Teach you the right, right habits. Reasons. Teach you the right habits. Yeah. You know, educate on things you didn't know. You know, like even educate you about you know, what an ISA is, what a pension is, you know, what a bond is, what a general investment account is, cash savings, cash deposits. You know, people need that education because they don't understand it. You know, like the amount of people who don't join their work scheme or only put the minimum in. Well, actually, if you can afford a little bit more into your works pension, it's going to help you in the long term. I have to put a, wor- a bit of warning on this now. I hope my wife doesn't watch this bit. Helen, sorry. But for a long time, she was chatting about um, the bank she's with and she'd be asking about money and um, she, where is your savings account? Well, it's in my whatever bank, high interest savings account. What's it paying? I don't know. It's, it's high interest savings account. And when we dug down, eventually I got her to give me the piece of paper. It had a point... 
one five a single percent. <laughs> but this is where, and my wife is very intelligent, so I've caveated that, and I've said, you know, she, she doesn't No, but that's what the banks did do, didn't they? But it shows that the education side, even the simplistic things for people, when it almost comes to money, sometimes words sound good, but the numbers are rubbish. And we and trust that, the institution. We trust the institution. So I wouldn't some, trust the bank as far as you could throw them. A lot of, uh, it, it comes back when we said about education. We need to go down to a level of re-educating people that is very simple and start the very simplistic concepts, understandings, behaviours and habits and create that as a foundation or a base and construct from there on in. And and yeah, some some people will be have more knowledge and understanding and better knowledge than others. Some won't. But I think as a society, for both adults and children, we need to basically break it all down, start at the very very bottom again, and just educate from a very simplistic level upwards. Mm. Yeah, exactly that, and 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 that's what's kind of lacking out there, and. Unless you can afford it at the moment, you're not going to get that. But then, I don't think you get that level of education if you, even if you went to see a financial advisor. Really, they're just going to invest. The vast in the majority, no. And I think that's why money coaching has got to be brought into it, really. And that's why we've built the Sanctuary Educate platform, and it's going to have a subscription service. You can come in at a very low level for less than ten pound a month, where you'll get access to free webinars and recordings of webinars, which not everyone will get. Plus, a lot of other things in there. You know, we'll do monthly Ask Us Anything lives, even right up to our £99 a month version, which is actually a lot more kind of hands-on. There is coaching involved in that. And we got a mid-range one as well. But, yeah, it's going to give people that option to access some sort of money advice. Yeah. There's been a huge, and we know because we've seen the numbers of people that have, yeah. have registered their interest so far, it does seem to bridge that gap. with, And, and it's it's amazing the amount of people that have registered interest, we know of those people. And a lot of them are business owners that are not cash rich in, in a banking sense, but are making a lot of money per month. Yeah. But they just don't have, as you said earlier, the £250,000 at this moment in time. But they know that they need hand-holding guidance and working with to start constructing the right plans for them um, so that it enables them to use the 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 profits or the extra that they can push to the side out of the business for the longer term then. And that's yeah. a very simplistic way of looking at it. But this, I was amazed by some of these people that showed genuine interest going, they're very successful in what they do. They're young. They understand listening to what we said in the past. Mm. The need to start the, the, these behaviours and habits at an early stage. They have a small disposable amount that they can do, but they don't have enough per month to do a financial advice thing because there isn't that so um it does bridge a gap yeah. at the moment um on this advice gap whether it is an yeah. advice gap or not yeah so we'll link to our sanctuary educate in the in the notes below there is an option out there for people i think that's the kind of thing but i see you, you don't get me wrong you may fit into the advice model and there will be some things that can be helped with but if you don't, like we have an option, not everyone will have those options. I actually yeah. say a vast majority of financial advisors won't have that option yeah. because they're not interested in it. But we, you know, it's something we want to do. We want to help people create good habits. We want to educate the nation in money and really help them. And we can do that from the platform we've created. And we know why financial advisors, stroke financial planners, 
don't have this side of the business, or the mm. vast majority of the 26-odd thousand, it's because it's not as profitable as financial advice. Yeah. There is a shed load more money to be made through looking after, managing, or whatever it's called, assets under management than helping people create habits, behaviours yeah. and grow. So from the point of view of us doing it, we're not doing it from a a business point of view to be more profitable. Yes, we will make a bit of profit, but we, if we stuck to what we know that over we, we've done over 30 years plus, we will make a shed load more money. But as we say all the time, it's not about money. No. It's about under, it's about happiness, the whole concept. So this is our happiness. We enjoy working with people. We enjoy parting our knowledge to people. We enjoy educating people. So part of our business now going forward is going to be working to educate people. Yeah, exactly. Not as profitable as financial advice, but that doesn't bother us. And that's why you won't find it out there with the vast majority of financial advising firms because that side will not be as profitable yeah. to them. Yeah, I know exactly. that sounds wrong, but that's what they'll be doing. Exactly that. So stay stay tuned. It's on its way. Obviously, priority is uh, at this moment in time is making sure we get our book out at the moment, uh, which is the 8th of February. Um, and then once that's done, oh, I think on the back of the book, there is a QR code. See, we're, we're, we're you know down with the 21st century technology, which will allow you then, once the book uh, has been downloaded or bought, to uh, click, which will take you via the QR code directly to the educate page that we have. Yeah. So you'll be able to see a lot more information. But that should be going probably live around 1st of March. I think we're going we're gonna to start looking to do our first uh, webinar. Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and remember to follow us on social media for more content like this.